Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another special episode of HCS Pro Talk. Um, and this is our second interview of March Interview Madness, is what I'm calling the month of March here. And you know what? Well, instead of myself introducing who we have, we have a man who has one of the best introductions that he's made himself. And Tony, I'd like for you, if you would please do us the pleasure of bringing yourself into this interview, let, let the people know who you are. <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? This is Why Not Be Reckless, a.k.a. Why Not Be Casting, a.k.a. I'm kind of a freaking big deal. If you don't know, now you know. And yes. now you fucking know, that's for sure. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> like he stated, a.k.a. Why Not Be Reckless, a.k.a. Why Not Be Casting. Um, He is one of the... I'd say one of the best up and coming casters that's coming around in the HCS. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on good, sir. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us this evening uh, on what would we, what we would typically call a late night episode of our show <laughs> because we're old men and we go to sleep, but you know what? I'm going to spoil something because I'm kind of an asshole. You on the divine mind podcast said that you just turned 30 recently. Tony, is that true? Oh my Yes. So I, so anytime somebody asks me how old I am, I would often say, I would often say a lady never reveals her age, or I would say, I just turned 21 again. Um, <laughs> uh, finally, divine mind paid a whole lot of money to get it out of me. <laughs> yes, I did turn 30. Oh, God. Hey, it's okay. We're, we're 29. Yeah. So we're right there. We're, we're almost there. We're on the cusp. And, uh, I, Tony, I have to ask you, does your body hurt as much as mine does when I wake up in the morning? Like, is do you have the body aches and whatnot? Yes, absolutely. I, I, I let myself go since high school completely, and it has not been good to me. Like, I, 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 I don't I, I didn't even know I had certain muscles until they started hurting. <laughs> you know, I had my knees ache for the first time last night trying to walk up the stairs. It was you, horrible. You also play hockey. Yeah, but, you know, I wasn't used to, like, I'm used to my muscles being sore, but, like, the joints in my knees? Come on. Man. You know, when we, when we threw when we threw around the football over the weekend? Yeah. You know, my arm still hurts. Oh, no. Yeah, that's how show, that shows you how in shape I am. Um, Tony, we have to ask. First real question that we got, okay? Well, actually, what the fuck am I doing? I didn't even give a proper introduction. So, Tony gave the best introduction of all time. But, for those who don't know, Tony is a Halo caster, analyst, and content creator. Now full-time. And he is part of SWAT Nation, LVT Productions, and bigger and better things in the future, I imagine. Um, a bunch of other ones I, I forget sometimes. <laughs> I, I was just I was looking through and I'm like, what the fuck does, like, what hasn't Tony done? Like, this is, it's insane. Um, all right, Tony, have to ask because kind of it's like the introduction question for everybody is where did the name of why not be reckless come from? <laughs> Little did I know when I made this gamer tag uh, long ago that I would want to be an overall halo personality, having my hands and everything. So, um, so why not is Tony spelled backward? A lot of people catch that. A lot of people don't. Oh my God. I'm an uh, idiot. I did not catch that. <laughs> <laughs> and so when i uh, so w w uh, when i first started playing halo 3 it actually i never owned an xbox when i first started playing halo 3 mm -hmm. um i didn't even own it when i played halo 2 either i, I just when i used to go to a buddy's house 
And it was me, my buddy Brandon, and my buddy Ainsley. And we used to play split screen on this giant TV, some Halo 3. And we found out that we can, not, we can play not only as guests, we can make our own game attacks on yeah. his Xbox. We were like, okay. So my buddy went first. His, uh, his name was Reckless Hero 94 uh that was his gamer tag and i knew i wanted why not something but I, but he was like my duo so i was like you know what why not be reckless and it went through it went through a couple iterations and a couple of smurfs why not be sniping why not be iconic why not be fiving but eventually i said you know what i want to go back to why not be reckless i was coming back and i wanted to see if any of my old halo 3 buddies would recognize me so i went back to why not be reckless terrible gamer tag. That's not a terrible gamer tag. That is great because now, I mean, like I said, I'm an idiot. I didn't realize why not was Tony spelled backwards because duh. (laughs) And I mean, hell, even all those those Smurf accounts and whatnot, those were great gamer tags too. All those would make our list. That's great. I don't know if you can see it, but it is tattooed on my arm. (laughs) <laughs> this look at that the definition of commitment right there that's incredible <laughs> um all right so you played halo 3 you played halo 2 you you were you were split screening with the buds back in the day what hobbies did you have or do you have currently outside of gaming as of right now um so as a lot of people may know uh but if you don't um i love poker and i used to play poker part-time back in uh, new jersey when i lived in new jersey we used to go to um we used to go down to the casinos literally every weekend and that was my that was my literally my part-time job that was actually a, a monthly income that i had to bring in <laughs> was i uh, was playing poker uh and, and it's i would say it's a terrible game for terrible people <laughs> uh i also used to play a lot of basketball not a lot of people know about this but i like i would have never picked up a controller uh, if it wasn't for me actually just uh, uh, dislocating my knee, and uh, when I was playing ba- well, I was playing football, and I couldn't play sports, so I was like, I needed something to fill that competitive void. Right. And that's where I, when that's when I first found Halo, first found Xbox. I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> it really is incredible. That's that's a fact. Where where did you want to go? So injuries outside of it right like if, if the injury wasn't an issue if that never had happened where would you want to go to like if you if you had a potential for a scholarship what collegiate program would you want to go to for basketball so uh, the the plan was for me to go to Rutgers I was from New Jersey awesome. I was I was gonna go to Rutgers I probably would not have started sadly um uh, although I was in much better shape than I am now I was not in peak college shape and I would, I relied a lot on the fact that I went to a private school who I actually had like a personal coach and whatnot when I was really young. And wow. so the a lot of the fundamentals, I had very good handles. I was able to use my left hand when, so back with like freshman year of high school, people would just learn how to use the left hand. I been how to use my left hand. That's so I had awesome. a decent amount of handles. I had a post game and I was much further away, uh, advanced as far as, uh, from like an actual basketball fundamental skill set, and I also I also had a pretty high basketball IQ. My problem was is that I only would lift. I would never work on my stamina. No, no running, no cardio. I was like, I was like, I don't need any of that. Like, I'm just lifting and lifting and lifting. And eventually, I stopped lifting weights. I started just doing push-ups and pull-ups and whatnot because lifting weights is bad for your shot. <laughs> but that's, uh, but uh, yeah, Rutgers. I'm sorry, Rutgers. No, that's 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 fine. You went more in depth because I had actually I had no idea. I mean, obviously, I'm not athletic, but uh, I had no idea that if you that lifting weights like worsens your shot. I had no idea. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, okay. So basketball in mind, right? 
do you still follow the NBA then? Like, are you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so absolutely. Who's your favorite Spurs NBA fans team? of the day I die? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite NBA team? Oh, I'm sorry. Spurs fan to the day I die. San Antonio all the way. Uh, right. I've been a Spurs fan since 2002 and don't plan on looking back. I have, I have a couple hats somewhere I can pull out. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and you said you played football for a time as well. Favorite NFL team? Uh, favorite. I am. I am a. I am a die easy, so the opposite of a die hard <laughs> Jets fan, oh. and I'm only doing it as a favorite to my late father. Uh, <laughs> may he rest in peace. I switched over to the Jets. I was a Giants fan, but he was a die hard Jets fan. And if you talk to him any day. I swear they were one move away from winning a championship. Although oh, yeah. in my oh, lifetime, bust, they baby. have never been good <laughs> ever. So are, are you paying attention to the draft at all this year? Like you pay attention to the quarterback prospects that are coming out? Uh, I actually, I, I have, I, I'm not big on college. So actually I don't know a lot of it, but it's actually fun for me. Cause like when I watch the draft, it's mm-hmm. actually like a better experience for me. Cause I, when I watch these highlights of these players, for the, it's my first time seeing them. Sure. So I feel like I'm more, um, I'm more involved. I, I actually, I, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I look forward to the jets draft this year. You guys, you guys have a, what appears to be a great coach coming in from the 49ers and Robert Sala. Yep. So hopefully that'll mm-hmm. be great for you. And I have no idea if you're going to keep Sam Darnold or not. But regardless, you guys have the capital. You guys have the picks. Looking forward to it. Because, I mean, I think I think I speak for everyone when we want the Jets to be better. Because more competition is great. And I'm guaranteed the Jets fans want that too. So, Well, I mean, as an organization, I think the best thing you can do as an organization is, is, is honestly pay low for a quarterback. Uh, if, 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 if unless unless you can find that diamond in the rough, yeah, I mean, if, you know, unless unless you can get you know a you know a Patrick Mahomes or something, but pay low for a quarterback and put that money that you would normally spend big money on that quarterback and put a team around Build it, put those wide, them. Put, you know, put a decent wide receiver there, put that yes. offensive line to protect them, that running game, which will make them a whole lot. Like, I feel like the teams that do that will find success that way. And if you happen to draft the next, you know, if you happen to draft, you know, Lamar Jackson, great, fantastic. But I say, and I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I put that, I put that team around it because a quarterback cost a lot of money where you yes. can allocate those resources to other places. <laughs> I'm just a hell just a halo catcher. What do I know? What do I know? <laughs> no, no. We that's... talk about the Vikings all the time here. And if you look at Kirk Cousins, he's oh. constantly under pressure getting sacked. We we paid all that money for a quarterback and have no offensive line to protect him. What do you expect him to do? We shouldn't have paid him anyway though. That's well, I mean, we needed a quarterback like if, though. If you look at his stats, they're decent. He has great stats. But I imagine what it could be if he had the line, you know? Agreed. Agreed. I'm sorry. Agreed. Kirk Cousins is me. I swear. Like, I, I, if you get me in the octagon in practice, oh man, my shot's amazing. I will wreck you. And then I get into the game, and it's like, the heck's going on here? <laughs> How'd I get here? Oh, I know that feeling. That's awesome. That is awesome. You throw a perfect spiral. What the fuck are you talking yeah, I about? I know we're talking about Halo Five shot right now, but like, you throw a perfect spiral, Will. Um, God, that's hilarious. It, and you you speak the absolute truth in building around your quarterback. That is 100% true. And people who don't agree with that, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. But um all right, so let's let's switch back to growing up here. You you mentioned that you love playing poker, okay? And in your Divine Mind interview, you stated that you love poker and you said it's a terrible game for terrible people. But you love the game. So I have to ask, 
would you mind elaborating on that? I'm a terrible person. No, Fucking that's a really old saying. Like, I don't even know if they still if it's still relevant with like, the younger guys, but like a lot of the older guys, uh, they 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 know about that saying it's a terrible game for terrible people. And it really just goes that like so, and uh, you know what? Honestly, it's just like Halo too. Like, I, I, it's weird that I'm going to associate this with Halo, but uh, I associate everything with Halo in my life. <laughs> so, Halo and poker have this in common that like it's very ego driven. Anybody oh, who yeah. does it feels like they are, you know, to be honest, better than they are. Like, it's really, it's really the case. Like, any, like they're so confident in their abilities, whether it's to shoot or whether it's to analyze hands or or, or read plays. Uh, and 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 take opportunities and uh, and that's really you know and minimizing mistakes, you know those are things that correlate between the two. And if you say, for example, lose a tournament match against somebody you maybe maybe felt like you should have beat, or maybe a good friend, maybe shot your body a little bit, or maybe Whoa. you know you lose a big hand in, in, in poker where you know you put him on that bluff and you know what he turned the straight and he was like, well, why the heck did you chase that from the flop? You didn't belong in that hand. And it brings out the worst in you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think both kind of do that. So that's why we say it's a terrible game because it brings out the worst in you. And it's for terrible people. And that's why we love it, uh, is what we normally say. That's the end of the. I never finished the saying. So it's a terrible game for terrible people. And that's why we love it, is <laughs> the, the whole saying. That, I don't think that could have been better explained. Yeah. My, my <laughs> brother is a big Texas Hold'em player. And he'll go to tournaments and he's like, he's the type that would be like, okay, there's like a 13% chance that a, that a King comes out on this next card. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's always playing the statistics. And sometimes someone catches a lucky break, right? They get that 3% chance where that card hits and he yep. gets frustrated because he's like, Oh, there's no way that should have happened, but it does happen. So the, the, having that confidence while you're playing, I totally get that. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's hand there, there's obviously you know draw odds and there's implied odds as well because you also have to think about like you know so if if a person needs an ace and whatnot and most likely someone might have uh, might have not folded an ace so maybe he has an ace there's a lot of stuff that goes into it oh, and whatnot yeah. and but at the end of the day it's really but like you know you know there's 52 cards in a deck so yes. if you if you if if I have you know say a pair and I think I need an, uh, at least trips are better to win well I have the two kings that I have. There's two kings in the deck, so I have two in what's left in the deck, uh, and 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 then you can take it from there. So at its simplest form, that's the best way to kind of get into the poker math. And there's obviously, you know, there's so many other things that go around it. Watch YouTube video, guys. I'm not, oh, I'm yeah. not into all that. <laughs> I'm all gut. <laughs> um, do you have? I, I have to ask because I, I love I I love this this poker mentality a lot and bringing it into Halo as well. Do you have like a cool like poker story that you just that you pulled that you laid down that hand that shocked everybody or just something crazy that happened it's just something off the top um, of your head i'm sorry to throw you for a loop here so i have a um i mean everybody, everybody has that interesting poker stories and when i have i have stories where somebody fo like folded a hand for like two dollars and ends up it would have he would have got like the bad beat jackpot everybody would have got paid out in the in the room or in the table like you know 50 grand and whatnot and Jesus. i have stories like that i have stories where i've where, where i've hit i've hit crazy even though i've never got a royal flush uh the years upon years i played, I never got a royal flush with two cards in my hand i don't know why uh, <laughs> if, you, if you think if you do the math how many hands i've played i should have gotten one um 
I think my my favorite poker story is that I was um so I was playing in the uh, uh I was playing in a bar little uh, bar league and a lot of people a lot of good poker players hate playing in bar leagues. Okay, I love bar leagues mainly because there's this you know there's a lot of people there that are not very good so they'll tend to not make best plays and they'll actually end up making you kind of worse sometimes. I see it as I want to see as many hands as possible. I want to read as many people as possible. I want to just see different outcomes. I don't even care if I win or lose. I just want to see the most outcomes. Right. Uh, and eventually I made it over to the uh, regionals. Uh, and, and I was, I think I was like, uh, funny because I see that I was like number one for like two weeks and then everybody blew past because I stopped playing as much. Uh, but I went to regionals uh and on regional that's where it's like okay well once you get down to like the final hundred people mm-hmm. you actually get like good poker players actually like really like it gets to be like a tournament that you pay 500 entrance fee because everybody wants to make it to that final table because first place gets like it's like a a, a full-on package to go to vegas to play in the i uh, want the wsop opens and whatnot and to and to actually like play for big money so i i made it to the final table i should have gotten knocked out so finals it was final 10 excuse me okay. i should have got knocked out in the 32 round and well, i should have got knocked out in the 100th round then the 32 round then i definitely should have got i got a huge break in the 16 round and i just kept getting lucky and lucky and lucky to all the way where i ended up getting fourth place which i still got a vegas package i ended up not going and whatnot it was a little bit of money issues and whatnot but uh because you still got to kind of board and pay hotels sure. I, I didn't have oh, it at wow. the time i was what I was maybe like 20 years old working at Dunkin' Donuts, maybe. <laughs> so I ended up not going. But to to say that, like, you know, I played in a venue of which started 800 people yeah. and I got fourth place, I think that to me is incredible. I mean, I've never yeah. done that in, in Halo. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Holy shit. I mean, I, I, it couldn't have been all luck, though, that got you in that position. No. There's no way. To get fourth place, that's wow. There was actually a funny moment where um, I I ended up um, I was in this crazy hand and um, and this big big dude big big uh, I, I want I, we, we, uh, a Polish buddy of mine real big guy uh, and we're and we're good friends and he loses a hand and he uh, and it, 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 it wasn't even like a big hand but he stands up he slams his hands on the table. And I'm like, oh my gosh! And he just looks like he doesn't miss a hand. And he starts laughing. I'm like, oh, thank God he started laughing because I was so scared. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Holy shit! Um, all right. Well, thank you for providing that uh, off the cuff story. That's that's fantastic. I, I think it's I think it's really fascinating the pe- uh, people who, um, I mean, obviously we we talk to people within the Halo space, but. Uh, all these things outside of it as well, like that people have grown up doing whatever it may be. And poker is always something that's been fascinating to me because I've only just played in like a friendly capacity, you know, not nothing, nothing, uh, no stakes at all. So hearing people with stakes included, like that's incredible. Um, Will, do you want to queue up um, the, the pup picture? Is what I'd say because I'm about to ask. Okay, well I um I can do that in post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Do you, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. So, Tony, I had to scrub. I had to scrub back a while. Okay, through your socials to find to find the initial post of this. But uh, you have a what you would call a little killer in in Zoe. So. Where did how did Zoe come into the picture, Tony? 
Let us know. <laughs> uh, Zoe is uh, a a Zoe is part of a family. Okay. Um, and it ended up being it ended up being a case where a, a cousin. Well, uh, my, I guess really my aunt. Um, she pretty much said that she's like, hey, look, we have we have too many we we have too many dogs as it is. We can't bring in Zoe. So we can't bring in Zoe, keep her permanently. And, and she, she also wanted to like you know really give her to somebody who might show her some love and whatnot, and yeah. and, and really give her personal attention because. God help me, she needs it. So um, eventually, uh, so this <laughs> this tightness. So mind you, like I, I had a cat back in the day, but I never owned a pet outside. That's like you know what, Tony, you need a pet, and I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> it's like no, you need a pet. So here's a four month old Shih Tzu. Uh, pay, uh, take good care of her. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, wait, hold on, what? I'm like, no, I think I, I, I don't know what to do with it. I know nothing about dogs whatsoever. Like, literally nothing about dogs whatsoever. And I, and I was like, all right, fine. Like, I, I like, look, I'll, I'll give her a home, and you know, for now, keep looking for somebody and find like a good home for her. And I will make sure that the transition is nice and smooth, and we're good. But I'll, I'll take, I'll take care of her for now. And I, I fell in love. I'm not gonna lie. So Zoe, she is a bundle of joy. All she wants is attention. That's a, a, attention, food that doesn't belong to her, and to yell at the people in that, that are that are entering their home at my lovely neighbors because apparently she thinks everybody's trying to break in, even though <laughs> nobody has, and she hasn't recognized this yet. Uh, <laughs> so like it's so funny. So if you walk into the kitchen, she'll just like so at first she'll just poke her little head out. Just look at you. <laughs> Cause she, cause she's also lazy, so she's not gonna walk over there. She knows you're not washing your hands, the dishes, or water. She needs to wait. She, she's very, she's ready, very strategic. So she's poking, and then once she sees that you put something in the microwave or you turn on the stove, boom! It's crazy because no matter where she's at, she instantly teleports to right at your feet. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. Pretty sure she's magic. Like I'm not lying. I'm pretty sure she's magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> and now, and when she's at your feet she just wants food is that is that what this is about any food that is not hers <laughs> that's i mean my daughter's the same exact way any food that's not hers she wants in her mouth it's crazy um how old how old is zoe uh she's about it she's a year and a half now a year and a half Awesome. Uh, and, and, and she's getting big. She's in this picture that you're probably seeing on the screen right now. She's a little fluff ball. What the viewers that is, uh, yes. she's a little yes. fluff ball. Uh, but she's now she's trimmed. Uh, and, 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 and she's definitely healthy. Uh, let me say, I, I, I spoil her. She is definitely healthy. That's awesome. Well, congratulations to you and congratulations to Zoe on having a good dad. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into some career stuff. Shall we? Um, so where did you get your first start in, uh, getting into casting and analysis for, let's just say esports if you've done stuff outside of Halo as well? Uh, mainly, mainly Halo for the most part. Um, and, and I, and I like it that way for now. Um, mm -hmm. I, I want to be, I want to be hyper-focused on Halo and eventually I might branch off in the future, but right now it, it's, it's Halo in, in the, in the, in the sites. Awesome. Um, so I, uh, I never was interested in casting whatsoever. Like, like, like I, I was a competitor. Uh, for a very long time, you know, I started competing at the end. Of, I started playing at Halo Twitter buddies in my in house. Started competing in Halo at the end of Halo Three, and then really got into a Halo Reach. But I was I was a competitor. I, I wanted to be a pro. I was the best. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that poker so I took I took a break, came back for Halo Five, and uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, 
I like Halo 5. I'm trying to get better. I was getting better. I said, let me compete in this what's called Halo Draft League, uh, which is pretty much just uh, it was a league for for amateur players and whatnot. There was no at first season. There was no prize pool. It was really just for bragging rights, really the essence of competitive Halo. And I was doing pretty good. And um, and I had a um, I had 11 p.m. game and there was a 9 p.m. available where they were like, hey, we don't have a caster for this game. Does anybody want to try their hands in casting? Any, anybody's open. I said I was like, oh. I should be practicing for my match, but instead I'm going to try this casting thing. Uh, so I jumped into the booth yeah. and I was awful, terrible, <laughs> disgusting. Oh my gosh. I did. I, I, oh, I, I rambled. I said a whole bunch of ums. I was stuttering the whole time. I was literally the worst. Uh, and, but I will say it, it, it lit a little something in me. Not, not yet. I, I, I didn't know I wanted to pursue it yet, but I was like, you know what? I want to try this again. So I did it a second time. And I didn't improve. I did it a third time. And I didn't improve again, but I did it a fourth time. And, I, and that's why I, I kind of got into a little bit of rhythm. Yeah. Still bad. But, <laughs> I, I, but I was like, okay, well, you know what? I, I, I'm like, this is okay. Like, and then the fifth time, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to re-listen to my VODs. I'm going to treat this like Halo. I'm going to do film review. I'm going to, I was going to listen to my VODs. I'm going to pick out maybe five to six items. And you know, this is what I want. This is the mistakes I made. This is what I want to work on. I want to improve on this. Right. And I did it seven or eight times. I kept going. I kept going. And, 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 I, and it started off as just a, um, a venue for me to be involved in competitive Halo uh, and not be good at the game. But it evolved from there. It really, like, I, I, it, it became a passion of mine. I, and I wanted to, I, because I found out that I love entertaining an audience. And this is one way, this is probably my biggest venue of doing that besides, besides my stream. Um, but this is I mean, probably even bigger than that, that I could entertain so many people with just something that I'm truly passionate about. And that's Halo. Well, <laughs> I think you're doing an incredible job so far. And you, the amount of energy that you bring to every match that you cast is, it's invigorating. It's like, you never, you know, when Tony's fucking on, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> So who has been your biggest influence when it comes to casting? Uh, this can be from a Halo and or professional sport as well. Um, well, I, I mean, like I said, I was never interested in casting for a while. So I would listen to casters and I was like, oh, that's Wonderboy. He sounds good. But I never delve into it. Right. The first caster where I was like, whoa, this guy's a professional. This guy belongs on like sports and what like this. This guy's the real deal was Bravo. Like Bravo just. uh. You know, he, I could, I can never be Bravo ever. He has a way with his words. He's super articulate. I'm, I'm ugly. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey. Like just every, like little, every, everything about Bravo is just perfect. And just the way, and, 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 you know, former coach, amazing player, yeah. everything about him just oozes like Halo success. He was on, he was like on the 30, under 30 for Forbes. Literally insane. I, I, I know that I couldn't be a Bravo. I just, I'm just, I, 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 that's just not me. But then I saw Golden Boy and I was like, oh, I was like, wait, Golden Boy, he has charisma. He has energy. He makes things exciting. I, I can't be the Golden Boy, but I can be a Golden Boy and I can like, you know, shine like a golden light and make and make people around me better and have fun and off and also make things super exciting for the people. <laughs> Tony, two things. One. You're drop dead gorgeous. Just shut the fuck up about that being ugly shit. And two, you, you know what? 
I'm going to lean into what you said. Maybe, maybe you will never be a Bravo. Maybe you'll never be a golden boy, <laughs> but you will always be a Tony and nobody can be like you. So you bring something like you bring your own type of enthusiasm to the casting desk as well. So don't count yourself <laughs> out of anything. Okay. I seriously mean that. Thank you. I appreciate the kind word. Thank, thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Never call yourself ugly again. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> so what type of prep can you expect to do leading up to casting an event? Um, yeah. Any, uh, any, I, I do a lot of prep, but anytime cast, I usually do these weird, um, mouth exercises uh and to like kind of stretch the the mouth and it's, it's kind of weird uh, to be honest with you no, if you want to, i can show you but yeah, it's like yes, really weird yes we want to see it if you would like to so like i'll do like a little bit of <laughs> so, i've never done this on camera before you so offered. Little, and i'll make sure i'll make sure my mouth is stretched out and and then you gotta move the tongue <laughs> Oh, you gotta have never awesome. done this on camera before, which I can't do it. So you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta move your tongue a lot. Like you gotta make sure everything's like nice and loose, and oh, yeah. also drinking a ton of uh, of regular water as well. Um, I, I drink a lot of flavored waters, but I really dive into a water. Always drink some hot tea, and Ooh. then right before I broadcast, so I'll usually turn on a voice recorder. Uh, but most of the time it's on my computer, but sometimes it'll be on my phone, and I'll pull up somebody's stream. And I will just cast, you know, do 30 seconds to a minute casting, yeah. recording it, playing it back, listening to it, and doing that over and over again. Maybe about, you know, about eight to 11 times until I really feel like I'm like, okay, so I, I, I got, because I, I'm always nervous before every broadcast. I usually talk really fast. I get into my auctioneer mode and whatnot. So I got to make sure my pacing's good, that I'm emphasizing the first and the last word of every sentence in the middle as well. When I emphasize, and everything is good because I'm from New Jersey. So all I want to do is talk as fast as possible, as much as possible, give you as much information as possible. But <laughs> that's one thing I got to, I, 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 I've known I have to work on. I have been, and I've improved a lot, but I'm still working on this pacing, emphasizing and sounding good. Awesome. <laughs> um, we'll make sure to include something in post about uh, something in your mouth when you're doing the whole mouth movement thing. Um, and, and I'm <laughs> kidding. I will never do that. But uh, that's, that's you, hilarious. so you um, during your broadcasts, right? Like during your casting, I've noticed that you like to include a lot of uh, like I, I would say. Yeah, I'll say like fun facts about the players who are playing. Tell us how you go in depth on how you find that information and th that type of stuff that you bring to the casting because you don't hear a lot of that. So I start. I, I always say 150 player bio, but it might have. It might be at 175. Maybe I might be close to 200. That's insane. Where I have a bio of about 200 people. Uh, we'll call it. We'll call it 175. Actually, I don't think I'm at 200 yet. And it's um, it's so it's people things that people submitted to me. Um, there's also things that I've gone out and just found out on my own. Um, checking Halo Wiki, looking at their stream, watching things, and um, and I just try to find out as much information as possible. So usually age, location, um, hobbies that they're into, notable placings, notable teammates, and then uh, for a lot of the pros, it's just like questions that I would ask them during their stream. Um, so and I, and I, I like I said, mainly it's it was Halo Wiki, and then people submitting stuff, and then also just from watching tournaments. And also, if you stream, to anybody who streams that's a notable top AM or pro play, that's, you are giving me an opening to ask you questions. So I do it all the time. Awesome. That's <laughs> and awesome. the information I give, I don't overload. So like every time I hunt to stream, I'll ask somebody one question. So I'll ask saying like, hey, 
what separates you from the other pros? And then he'll answer. And I, I'm not going to, I thought I interviewed, so I'm not going to hit him with a bunch of questions. But yeah. the next time I watch, hey, say it. How would you describe your play style? And they don't even know I'm doing it. Like, I just ask these questions. And meanwhile, I'm like, ooh. We put this in the. We put this in the bio. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That is really cool. Because, like I said, you don't you don't hear that type of stuff with within other broadcasts. I'm not talking just within Halo. I'm talking with within other esports as well. You just don't hear that type of stuff, and it adds that type of personality to not just uh, a little bit more in depth about the player themselves, but you, like you taking the time, doing the research, bringing that type of different casting to the table. That's you, you don't see it, and that's something I think that it's I a we big miss. I it think is. you're correct. I think it's a big miss across multiple esports, um, not just Halo, but multiple esports where we don't know our professional players behind the screen. And one thing that, like, I'm invested, like, for example, I, I love basketball, and there's certain players, even outside of my team, that I'll gravitate to. Like, I know LeBron James has a school that he built. Yes. Uh, I, I know that, um, that dur- uh, during a lot of these natural disasters, especially like in, in like in, in Houston, James Harden went out and like a- and helped out so much in, in, in his community. And there, there was certain plays in the All Star break. I can't remember. I, I hate. That. I can't remember. I think it was. It might have been Joel Embiid. I, I could be wrong though. But he said he's going to donate whatever money he makes in the All Star game to us to to these different donate and whatever. And I, I, if 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 I know that. Commonly loves to cook and he loves to play basketball. I resonate with that. I know that about him, yeah. and that makes me root for him. Uh, like, and I feel like I feel like we need to do a better job. That's why I, I that's why I started a YouTube series and I called it Behind the Screen. And I, I'll, I'll interview somebody, challenge them to a one v one, and then do film review with them. And I think it's like the coolest thing to get people to get the pros just to let the audience know more about them. <laughs> Absolutely, and you had an episode with Commonly, as a matter of fact, as well. So <laughs> shout out to that episode. Um, all right. From one of our viewers, his name's uh, goalie sniper. He asks, what is it that you love the most about casting? Um, uh, and I kind of touched on it before. Like I said, when I first started casting, it was a way for me to just, um, to just be involved in competitive halo without being good. Like I was never going to make top eight, but it's just, I learned that I really love to entertain people and I'm passionate about it. I'm also passionate about Halo. So it just, it just brings those two worlds together and allows me to, to share something that I'm passionate about with, with, and with people that are also passionate about Halo and to entertain and put a smile on people's face. I do some silly things to make sure that the people around me are smiling and having a good time, but I, I will gladly do that because that's just, that's what I'm all about. Like I just, it's just simply what I'm all about. I want to make sure everybody around me is having a great time. There was a, there was a clip that I showed will, uh, when LVT, uh, LVT productions introduced their replay into, and there was, there was a clip that was posted on Twitter and it was a snipe that it happened and they reround it like all the way back to it happening again. And you said uh, like something about hitting twice and feeling so nice or something like that, making it <laughs> rhyme. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, it was so good. And, I, and, and, then, and then they reround it again. And then you, you <laughs> rhymed something with three times. And I'm like, this, that is, I, I swear all the time. So fuck it. But like, that was fucking awesome. When, when that happened, I'm like, this LVT bringing the replays in Tony with that just bombastic, amazing casting, just something off the cuff like that. It's, Oh, that's fucking awesome. Tony. So yes, <laughs> keep, keep doing that, please. Um, because that did bring a smile to my face. And when I showed will, he smiled as well. And oh, that's, yeah. that's the type of shit when you have 
and I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out because it doesn't happen very often, but when, when you watch, uh, when you watch professional esports, I mean, hell sports in general, right? There are some casting situations where the caster can feel monotone or it's just, it feels run of the mill and whatnot. And that's not engaging. That's not engaging for me as a viewer. It's, and I mean, it, you just have to kind of deal with it, but seeing you seeing other casters as well within not halo, not just halo, but other esports as well. It's like, it's, it's a, a big breath of fresh air. And so Keep doing what you're doing, Tony. Like I mentioned before, you're doing great things. You're only going to get better. You're only going to excel further. So just keep it fucking going. Um, so I don't mean to be a downer here, but another question from Goalie Sniper. He asks, since you started casting, right? What would you say you, you that uh, what would you say used to be your weakest part of casting? And then what do you think you've improved upon most during your time casting? I think well, you I, 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 I kind of touched on that yeah. a little bit before, but I, 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 there's, there, I guess there's more into it. Like I, I'm from New Jersey and uh, I also have people that have noticed I stutter a lot. So it's really weird for me to be a caster because those two things don't miss. <laughs> they don't mix together. Uh, I, I often, I always, I call it auctioneering where I just try to, you know, I spit out things as fast as possible, not adding emphasis. And it, I guess it's okay for my stream one. Not, it's not good on the desk. So it's um so when I'm, so the first thing I tried to improve on is my pacing and, and slowing down and breathing. Whoa, that's, that's weird. Breathing uh, <laughs> and actually, and, and, and trying to be articulate and yeah. trying to add emphasis and trying to speak more like this, as opposed to me, you know, the 21 year old, I go to a better Pennsylvania with the BR in hands. Absolutely. Or, or I can say the 21 year old out of Coatesville, Pennsylvania, BR in hands, absolutely making plays super C. Like it's just, it's, it's so much better and it's so much more digestible for the audience. Um, so that is, uh, that's probably the one thing that I've worked on improved the most, but I'm still improving. That, that, is, that is me knocking the New Jersey out of me every day, and it is hard. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, how long would it say it took you to learn like all the different callouts for all the Halo 5 maps that are in competitive? Well, as a competitive player... Um, I definitely needed to know the call outs, yeah. but I also will say too long because I have a, uh, there's a, for some reason, I don't like to go to other people first and ask for help. I don't know why I like to dive in and try to learn everything myself and make mistakes. And so, uh, I was learning call outs instead of just asking, someone, Hey, would you mind going over like this one map with me every single day? Uh, like every day, let's pick a map and let's work on call outs. I can learn it instead. I was just watching streams over and over again and listening to their communication yeah. and learning it from them. And, and it took me so much longer to learn the call outs that way, as opposed to just asking somebody who knew them and said, Hey, would you mind just helping me out? But that's because I'm extremely stubborn. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And people learn different ways and learn at their own paces. So, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I kind of included this as like a blanket statement, but it can even be from a casting perspective, whatever you'd like, but I, but I'm going to ask, What's your best story from a Halo esports event? Best story from a Halo esports event. So I'm gonna, I'm you know what? I'm gonna go with me playing. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go. So okay, so I was competing in Halo Four. It was the it was the first. So it was the first Halo event I have ever attended. I I didn't grow up very wealthy and whatnot. So I was able to fly across the world and and or the U.S. and and attend all these tournaments like. I was working at Dunkin' Donuts and, and, and I 
my parents weren't all that rich or whatnot, not even close. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so when Halo came to New Jersey, I was like, I need to be there. So I found myself on a very good team, which I had to lie to get there, to be honest with you. Uh, I, found, <laughs> I had to tell them I was this big shot Halo player and whatnot, and this, this, that, and third, and I wasn't. This was my first event, but I did not tell them that. Uh, <laughs> oh um, and so I was shooting with, shot. He got the spot. <laughs> I teamed with Plague, Little Country, and Simply Saintly. Little Country and Simply Saintly are ridiculous. Simply Saintly, one of the best Halo Three players right now. I don't think he plays too much right, uh, too much, but he is absolutely insane. And I can't wait to see him come. Infinity's crazy, but I got on that team, and um, so I went to I went to my first event, and I'm ready. I'm nervous, but I'm ready. And I sit down, play my first game, and it's Spartan the dog. Who the heck is that guy? I never heard Who's of that, that guy before. Know. Literally never heard of that guy before. This was his first event, I believe, that I like, kind of put him on the map. Never heard of him. But like, we're gonna, we're gonna oh sorry the dog. We're gonna wreck this guy. What do you what, what is going on? And he might have been team, he might have been team with Aptitude. I think it was a like Queen's brother or something. He had a nice little team going. Uh, eventually he met L-Town, a bunch of other people, and uh, at that event, and they they went on to make great things happen. Yeah. On the backs of me, like what is going? Like he wrecked me so hard, and oh, I played no. terrible. How dare you, Spartan? I thought we were cool, man. But the <laughs> first time I've ever heard of Spartan the dog. What a weird gamer tag. <laughs> and that's I was, I was saying it that way because that's how I felt. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So when he destroyed me, it was demoralized. I'm like the first game. I I think I made. I might have gotten two kills. The second game, like, we 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 got destroyed. And it was it was a terrible experience. And then, well, um, uh, we, again, none of us knew who Spartan, know who it was. So he destroyed us. So we decided to. Um, I think we scrimmed. Um, I can't remember the, the gentleman's name. I apologize, but we, we scrimmed the team between games. We were in the losers bracket, and, and we got knocked out round. So we had we had a little bit of waiting time. And when we were scrimming, I was playing incredible. Like I was actually playing some of the best Halo putting shots, staying alive, playing amazing. Like, and it was great. We were trash talking the whole time. And our team, all we did the whole time was to win or lose. We were yelling on the top of our lungs, trash talking the entire time. So there was like, you know, Spartan and L-Town team playing under the side of these, like all like the really, really good uh, people playing. And we had a crowd around us because we're yelling on the top of our lungs the whole time, having a good time, hyping each other up, getting in the mental of our opponents. And we, we did pretty good. I think, I think we might've ended maybe, I don't know, maybe top eight or something. It wasn't a big event though. So sure. it wasn't that many teams uh, that showed up. Uh, by the way, it was pretty decent. That was my first playing event. So I would say that that was my best event. <laughs> did you tell your teammates eventually that, Hey, I lied to get on this team. Oh Yeah. I, 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 was I did. And it was their response was, we knew after after game one. That's what I, said, <laughs> I'm like, I bet they fucking knew right away. I'm like, who the fuck's oh, this kid? No. That's amazing. Oh, oh my god, that's great. Um, all right, uh, along the same along the same vein, do you have like a a worst story from a Halo esports event? Or you can even turn it. That to like game a- one was that game one was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I, 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 it was really bad. That game one. <laughs> I didn't goose though. I, I didn't goose. Um. Uh, you know, I, I'll get. I, I think well, it's gonna sound weird. My worst event was it was a good. I guess it was good. It was a great event, but it was the worst for me. Okay. And I'll, I'll give you the reason why. So sure. it was it was DreamHack. 2019 just happened recently it was yeah but one of the last events that happened yep. and i moved down here to, to to atlanta i decided to go there and i didn't tell anybody i was going 
So when you go to an event, it, I, I didn't realize how bad it was, but like, you know, you really need to go with like a group of friends. You need to at least one other person that you need to say, hey, you know, this is my this is my duo for the day or for, for, for the weekend. I'm going to hang out with them the whole time. Yeah, because the experience with 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 a group of people, with either one other person is a lot different than just roaming the area by myself. I, I, I'll be honest, I, I literally spent the whole event by myself. Oh, uh, I did it. You know, people were going out to eat and drinks before the event, and after events and whatnot. And, you know, I guess hanging out at the hotels or B&Bs with their buddies. And I don't nobody recognized me really as a person. Um, so I met up with a few people here and there, but I, but I didn't like know them well enough to say, hey, can I just like tag along with you? And you're I didn't I didn't know. I, I didn't. It was weird because I, I didn't know them well enough to really say something like that. And I probably should have been like the game community is awesome. They, looked, they probably would have like, oh, yeah, we don't know you, but sure. Come on by. And, I, and I, I didn't take that step myself to do so. So I literally spent every day of the event by myself. And it was it, it, it kind of sucked to be honest with you, but but the event itself was great. Like DreamHack put out an amazing show, and I'm sure everybody that we had a good time. I'm just saying, except for me, because I literally spent the whole time. <laughs> well, shit. I'm sorry to hear that, Tony. Um, anybody... <laughs> but I'm hoping I, I made a lot of friends through Halo. I think a lot of people know who I am now. Absolutely. So the next oh, event yeah. I go to, I'm hanging out with everybody. Like, you guys come to my Airbnb. I'm inviting you guys <laughs> out to eat, and I'm going to have the greatest time ever, have the biggest groups ever, because I like, 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 I, like, I don't ever want anybody, anybody who goes to an event, let me tell you, anybody, anybody goes to an event, if you find yourself going by yourself, I don't care if I know you or I don't. You DM me on Twitter. My DMs are open. doesn't matter if I follow you or not. DM me on Twitter. We're gonna hang out. I pro I because you will never feel like I did at 29. I don't know why I'm pointing at the camera. He's not doing that. I don't want <laughs> but you will but you will never feel like I did. DreamHack 2019. You will have a friend of me. We will hang out. We will have a good time. And at first drink is on me. Oh man, look <laughs> oh, at that. Man. Tony, first infinite event. We're gonna come find you. We're gonna hang out. We gotta do it. <laughs> yep. You're gonna hey. be we're all gonna be there. First drinks on him. I guess so. so. Go. Hey, first drinks on me. <laughs> That's I never awesome. a lot of people with drinks. <laughs> um all right, Will. Oh. Yes, this yes. this is you. So this, this is all you. This is it. We'll we'll show the graphic on screen here. Um but Tony, do you want to describe where did the idea of the Super T-Man persona come from? We'll show the picture that originated it here. This is part of our explain that picture or explain that Graham segment we're doing. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you guys. I know. Uh, so I, <laughs> I freaking don't know. Uh, so I started this, uh, this um, Tony Takeover uh, event, and it was... Um, <laughs> So I would take like the popular streamers and I would just say, Hey, would you mind just playing with them? I'm going to make, I have a graphic made and I just want it to be an event where like, Hey, we're going to play matchmaking together. That's it. That's all we got to do. Nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, a couple, a couple people said, no, I I don't like you. You're stupid. Uh, But some of them were like, yeah, like, (laughs) like I would be down. And so I would, uh, so it started with Anthony and I played a little bit with Swish and even Frosty got along with it as well. Like I was playing with Frosty every day for like two weeks. It was crazy. Uh, and Lady Echidna as well. And but we really started with Anthony. We were doing it every single Tuesday when we were doing it. And it started off with, okay, watch me and Anthony play matchmaking to watch me and Anthony destroy matchmaking to watch me and Anthony uh, 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 stomp evil. And then it just slowly started to turn into me 
acted like I was like we were going and like this feeding evil and like doing this for justice. And I don't even know where it came from, but then it just kept evolving. And I was and I was I was I was like, how can I make my stream more fun? And then I was thinking like costumes and I didn't even think and like mask and a mask and cape. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get a bunch of masks and capes. I even have one that's custom made. This is kind of a big deal. Like I guess I got a bunch of masks and capes and uh, and. Yeah, I, t- I literally, and then it was really fun too because even Lady Akinda, when I did mine with hers, mm-hmm. like, when this was not planned at all, she just pops up with a costume on. I'm like, what? I'm like, no way. This is the first time anybody has worn a costume with me. So me and Lady Akinda were dressed up the entire time. It was so cool. It's incredible. <laughs> told you, awesome. Tony. Oh. Told you, Tony. You bring out, you bring out the best in people, man. Um, <laughs> you bring out that charisma. That's, that's fucking awesome. Um, all right, let's transition to some more like let's just strictly halo let's say right um tony what are you hoping for from a competitive and casting standpoint when it comes to halo infinite um well i'm hoping for a long life of of, of competitive halo that's the start and um i guess like from like a competitive like me casting and me i guess somewhat competing um i would say you know obviously good maps and game types like like, like you can't have a competitive game with bad maps. I've seen plenty of Call of Duties try to do it, oh. and it's not good. Like, Black Ops 2 was my favorite Call of Duty because the maps were so balanced. The weapons were so... Like, it was, like, the best balanced competitive game possible. So that's on the competitive, like, side of things as far as tournaments, maps, game types, and and get them out as early as possible yes. and get that feedback and perfect it. Like, yes. like Halo Reach was was so good... But it took V7 settings oh to God. get there. And it took too long to get to no bloom, no sprint. Yep. And so it, 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 it's tough. Get it out as fast as possible. Get the player feedback. You, know, you have the pro team, Wes, and all of them doing it. I put them to work and come out with the best competitive settings possible. And if like a ranked competitive, I, I want to say like, so there needs to be a good precision based weapon every game mode across the board. I okay. need to load up Team Slayer, Team Doubles, and and not have to veto for BRs like I had to do in Halo 3. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, like <laughs> I need to have an option to start with a good precision base. If it's like Halo 5 and it's the sidearm, but it's viable against AR, great, that's fine. If it's like a loadout base kind of thing, okay, I'll experiment with that. But some way, somehow, I need to be able to start with a good precision base weapon across the board. Awesome. Um, <laughs> do you... So this could be like a, this might be a little hot button topic here, but are you for Slayer or against Slayer in competitive? I'm, I'm for Slayer because okay. not because I like Slayer the game type, but I think you need, I think you need variety. Okay. And, and not just variety for the sake of variety. Like, I like, 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 not like, not like a bad game type to throw in there just for a bit. So, I'm for Slayer because I think Slayer adds the variety of getting game two and game five, and you need to end on that. But if we could perfect a, I hate copying Call of Duty, but I think it's kind of really cool. If we could perfect an SND style there it is. game type, yep. maybe even give like breakout. So a uh, uh, full shield settings on like regular maps, but smaller maps to try or something like I, like some, something something like an SND style that works for Halo that could take its place. I'm fine with that because man, let me tell you, search and destroy may not be played in like scrims and whatnot with the pro teams, but man, 
when it's played, it creates the greatest oh snap moments of like all time. It's like it, it's it's a so I would say that the only way I would replace Slayer is with something Slayer like, um, and maybe like around the base. <laughs> That's th- yeah. we've talked about that. That sounds yeah. perfect. <laughs> I would, you know, for me, I, I enjoy the game types we have, too. Mm-hmm. I, I would love an S&D type essence of a game as well. But um, I guess a lot of people have been talking about just moving it off of game five, not have it being the deciding game. How do you feel, how do you feel about having the Slayers deciding games? I think it has to be. Sorry. I, 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 I think the only place that Slayer really fits is game two and game five. Like, I feel like, I, I feel like a game five captured a flag it, I guess I would have to see it, but like well, for example, I so I I, I host e- I host esports arena live yes. almost every other week and whatnot. Yes. And there's best of threes, ending with an objective or like a capture the flag or stronghold. It's just not the place. It's it's simply not. Wow. It doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't go to like that. It doesn't go to like that forty nine forty nine feel because that, that's that's what I want with Slayer. Hey, if you can make a Slayer game time with only one kill, forty nine forty nine, I'm about it. Like because that because when it gets to that close match, when things start to slow down, and just like SND does, and when things start to slow down, and you cut the map in half, and you can't you can't even hear a pistol fired until you get a nice flank, and then everything turns up. That's the moments I'm looking for yeah. for a game five Slayer. So if you if I can have an S and D style game type, I'll take that. But until then, you don't get that with catch because it's move, move, fly, fly. It's crazy, crazy. But I want that cut the map in half. Nobody wants to make a mistake. It's within two kills or even one kill. 49, 49, 49, 48, where you can't make a mistake. I'm you, you cut you cut the tension with a butter knife. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! No, that's that's exactly what a round eleven in S and D is. Like it's oh. exactly what that is. You. <laughs> the the amount of like you mentioned like the amount of oh snap moments the amount of big plays that can happen in an snd type game mode is absolutely insane like i may not like playing snd in cod but watching it at the competitive level is it's remarkable seeing the plays that they're able to do it's it's remarkable <laughs> and so we like we talked about before that would be something that halo really could excel at if done properly and like you mentioned tony doing even taking Breakout as it existed and expanding upon it and making it better because I personally like Breakout when it was introduced. It, it, it was different. It broke the mold a little bit in what Halo could do. So I'm not saying Breakout as it is is the play, but yeah, yeah. Bre- yeah Breakout expanded upon improved could be. Um, Okay, Tony, I'm going to put you in a scenario here. All right. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, shit! Not I, I frightened him. What do I do now? Do we just do, do we, we just, just leave? Like, I, is that I, I, what, is I, I, what um, do I do with my hands? All right, bring, <laughs> all right. All right, bring it on! I got I got I got the heavy artillery. Okay, bring it oh, on! Oh, oh shit! He's good. <laughs> yeah, look at that! It's dope. Um, we don't even have one of those yet. Uh, so Infinite has released, and HCS has invited you, Tony, to be an analyst and caster for an official event. Where is the event taking place? Who is your casting partner? What series is being played and who's playing in that series? What's your like fucking just pie in the sky? This, this is the moment, the series. What is it? Well, I mean, first of all, if Halo, if Halo ever like asked me to cast like an official event, like a land event, I 
probably would spend 30 minutes crying like in this pure joy like the, the like I, i'm like I'm, like i i say that i'm laughing but i'm not joking like i really probably would like i like just the journey that has been on has been incredible and and i don't even know if that, i don't even, to be honest i don't even know if that would even end the journey right there but like it would be a huge mark and it would be like validating all the the, the hard work and the hours and the decisions that were made along the way it'd be it'd be crazy um hell yeah um as far as where it's at you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna go full circle i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's at it's at dreamhack atlanta i'm gonna say it's, at, it's it's back in the place where i've had my worst experience and i was down bad as, as they say as <laughs> young guys <laughs> uh, and, and, and yeah. turn it around and because it's my hometown too, like I'm, 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 I'm in this area now. I guess it's a hometown, but it's where I'm at now. Yeah, I'm from Jersey, but I'm here now. So it's it's amongst my people, uh, and it would be turning the worst experience I had in an event into the greatest event of all time. Hell yeah! Um, as far as the series, I I gotta go best of seven grand finals. Like I'm a like I I, I don't mean to like to like to like talk myself up, but I feel like I'm a grand finals type of caster like i'm like I, I, I'm, I'm i'm the closer you come and you bring in the closer like, <laughs> like yeah. i feel like my like my style of casting is perfect for just bringing the hype and bringing it home so i gotta go grand finals best of seven man it goes to a second best of seven hell yeah game seven <laughs> like Luke all the way down to the back, wire baby <laughs> All teams are so tired. They've exhausted all their resources. They laid it all on the line. Yes. So at this point, they're running on absolute fumes. The monster is not kicking in anymore. Like now, it's like like they're tired. There's like players are pulling off shirts and they're in tank tops because it's hot. I don't know why it's hot, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's game seven, best of seven, and it's it's Sentinels versus cloud nine Ooh. the storyline is the toxin splice rivalry yes. is back there and it's go. going in there and who's the best of the best of the best we're sorry this is the first infinite land this is the first one okay. and it's the rivalry is back at dream no, I, i'm just not hitting info i don't know anything about what's gonna happen but it is back in atlanta <laughs> best of seven double elimination down to the absolute wire Game 7, 49, 49, Slayer? 49, 49. No, in fact, it ends 50-50, so they have to replay oh the whole match. <laughs> it's like CTF Fathom all over again. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I Yes, I fucking love that. Oh, my God. Talk about one of the greatest uh, modern day, I would say, uh, matchups as well is that is that splice talks matchup that they that they've consistently had over the last couple of years of Halo Five like that we we talked about it so much where that splice roster was unlike anything we've ever yeah. seen in Halo Halo history really they were they were faster than anyone you've ever seen they and they made it so you were on the back foot the whole fucking game. Oh yeah, they they took the yep. dial from ten, broke it, and turned it up to eleven. You yes, know? they absolutely yep. did. And you have some of the most methodical players in the Sentinels roster, and it's just that that matchup where you have these young young guns. I mean, they had a couple vet talent as well, but like the the young gods in, in Shotzi and Renegade coming in, coming up against these vets who are who are battle hardened. They're oh my god, 
Tony, I Final really hope that's what it is. <laughs> Final boss and Sentinels, or whatever name you want to put them under, across the board, Optic, Tox, uh, CLG, whatever yep. you want to call them. But those were the two best and most consistent teams throughout Halo's history. Yes. Absolutely insane. But there was one year where Splice was the most dominant team ran the gauntlet in, in, in halo's history they were and that was then like it just like it wasn't even like so sentinels and final boss were structured and they had that skill as well yep but it was really about structure setups and and really picking your opponent apart by not making mistakes splice was just we're going to outskill you. Oh, it's insane. You can't outshoot us. You can't outmaneuver. We're faster. We have better shots. And we're just going to keep the pressure on you. And you will always be on your back foot. You can have us two down and you're still on your back foot. And that's how they beat you. And that, that's the, during, was it the 2018 season? The 2018 world season, I think, is that, yep. that Spice roster? They, the events that they won, they, they didn't just win. They won handily. Like it, it was, it was times where you saw Sentinels. Well, not Sentinels at the time. You saw talks lose by a margin you've never seen before. And it's the only team that was able to do that was that splice team. It's I'm still, and they played twos. Like that's yeah. how they practice. They played fucking twos. It worked for them. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was, but they played twos because like when you play twos, the map is so open and you can do so much more than you can in fours with four people watching you. Right. But with the level of speed that they're playing with, the map was always open. Like it was twos. It feels like, like I feel like it, it, it may not have been their grand scheme, but it kind of worked in that way because the way the, the speed that they played at opened up the game so much that it was almost like they were playing twos. Like they were able to get in these like crazy oh spots and play ultra aggressive because everybody's on their back foot. Like it's, it's it, was, it was, it was, it was crazy. But again, I still uh, Sentinels and final boss still best and most consistent team yes. of all time. Yes. But man, was that spice roster impressive. Uh, and, and like must see TV. It was like, like back in the day, like the Phoenix suns were not the best team, but man, was that offense crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's it, when, when cloud nine at the time, I mean, not cloud nine, when, um, when CLG at the time, when Halo 5 had just like released and it was the first world season and they dropped Ogre 2 to pick up Frosty. Like, I, I, I imagine that that initial feeling was like, you just dropped one of the greatest Halo players of all time for this kid. But that kid was doing things that you've just never seen before. Finding locations that nobody's seen before. Jumps. It, just making Halo 5 his game. And then you have Shotzi and Renegade coming towards the latter life cycle of the game. And they take that to a whole other level, doing things in Halo 5 that like you and Shyway are breaking down that you just don't see. It's things are still being found to this day. And obviously everybody's looking forward to infinite, but like, I just, I can't, Oh my God. I can't imagine. It's insane. Um, I'm sorry to keep going on about it. Um, all right. I have another bit of time. <laughs> uh, Tony, we've we've reached we've reached the end, which means I have some rapid fire questions. So are are you ready? Well, no, that's too bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Now, here's the real question. Let's see if Tony actually does this rapid fire style. Well, you broke up the rapid fire style the last time we did this. So. Yeah, I'm dumb, but that's you know. besides the point. So. All right, Tony, here we go. Favorite food. 
Pizza. Such a bad answer. My favorite is the first one that popped in my head. I'm scared. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's not even my favorite. It's, it's literally not even my favorite. I don't even like pizza that much. Right. I, I'm not back in home. Do you do you want to do you want to restate a different answer? Because we've already fucked up the rapid fire portion. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I, I'll go. Pizza is my rapid one. My if after thinking about it for a second, steak. Oh, okay. Oh, What's, okay. Well, okay. Well, now we have to now we have to ask. Favorite cut. I, you know, what's funny. I've been a ribeye guy for so long, really good, good ribeye guy. And now I'm starting to, I, I was starting to go back to, to flame and yawn. Um, not so much for the flavor, but man, that tenderness, oh, it's just, can't be it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, favorite movie. I'm not rapid fire. I'm so bad. No one is. Don't even worry about it. But favorite movie. Uh, fa- oh man. Favorite, favorite movie. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Mr. Deeds. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a classic, Ooh, and I can always go out. back to Mr. Deeds. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it just always makes me laugh. I don't know. I would go have Mr. You, Deeds. Why not? Have you seen Uncut Gems? I have not. No. Okay. Because I, it, Adam Sandler, I, I just asked because everyone says that that movie is great. And, like, you know, you always think of, like, Mr. Deeds. You think of, oh, what, Happy Gilmore as, yeah. like, being heyday of Adam Sandler. But apparently Uncut Gems is, like, him back in peak peak form so i don't know i haven't seen either we'll check it out to see it hell yeah (laughs) um favorite musical artist or group favorite musical artist or group i'm gonna go um or who you really vibing with right now right now i mean i'm I'm always i'm big on drake I'm, i'm big on drake uh uh and i would say as far as rapper wise i would say joiner lucas but as far as like like who I can listen to over and over and over again. I don't know what it is. Like I've been on like a Jackson five trip. Like, I've, been, like, I've been doing a lot of Jackson five and That's a good fucking answer. <laughs> oh, it's a good answer. Um, all right. So we talked about sports a little bit earlier in the interview as well, but what's your favorite sport and team from said sport? Spurs Spurs over jets. Sorry. Awesome. No, <laughs> nothing to be sorry about. You like what you like. All right. Favorite halo game of all time. That's hard. Favorite Halo game of all time. Even though I don't play it right now, I'm going to go Halo 3. But only because with Halo 3, it was the first Halo game I ever owned and what really started the passion. I played Halo 2 at a buddy's house, never owned it. Halo 3, I owned it and I played it every day. And that's what started. That's that's what started this journey that I'm on. (laughs) One in the same, Tony. Uh, Okay. Here's a hot one. Uh, worst Halo game of all time. Get your hand out of here. I know what the fuck you're doing. Get the fuck out of here. Let him answer. Oh, the suspense is fucking kill me right now because I know I have a feeling I know what the answer is going to be. I feel so bad for saying this. Like, um... I should say C because I never played C, but uh, no, I, I never played C. Yeah, I guess fuck you, C, Silas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Halo Four. Fuck. Yeah, and I, oh, I feel so bad because like, like Halo Four, I, this is the first tournament I went to, and like, yeah. and, I, and 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 it wasn't that bad. Like, it it really wasn't. Like, this there, there was some good uh, Halo Four. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> everybody loves to hate that game. It's it's quite all right. And frankly, I mean, it's competitive life cycle was, it was short to say the least. Um, but no, like I said, you like what you like and you, 
You don't like what you don't. Uh, I should have said Halo 3. Halo 3 is my favorite and the most hated at the same time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I swear. Yes. And I, and I, Halo 3, I have a love-hate relationship oh, with yeah. it. I, oh my, if oh, I have yeah. to veto for BRs one more time. <laughs> no, I hear I hear you. 100%. Um, all right. What's the best place for food in Jersey? Best place for food in Jersey. Okay, so it's off of Florida Grove Road. Uh, right at the so right over the Staten Island Bridge leading to New York off Florida Grove Road in Perth Amboy, but it's on but Florida Grove Road runs perpendicular uh to, <laughs> to so on one on one side you have Perth Amboy, on the other side you have Woodbridge, and if you keep going far you got Hope Lawn, but along Florida Grove Road before you hit the road at the end Warren Park, there's a place called oh no I went through all that and I forgot the place name. <laughs> It's a little bit. No, it's, it's a little pizza place. Oh my gosh, we're, we're gonna have to edit this, and I'm gonna have to find you. Know, I can't remember the, the pizza place, but it's a little pizza place, little mom and pop shop right next to what was a Kroger, and I can't remember the freaking name. Milano's. Mil- it's a Milano's. place called Milano's Pizza, and it is the most interesting pizza you'll ever have because it doesn't taste like anything you'll ever. The 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 crust is nice and crisp. Yeah, but. The it it it's it's decently heavy on the cheese, light on the tomato sauce, but just enough. And like you kind of don't pizza. put toppings on that pizza. No, 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 no. If you go there and you put toppings on that pizza, I I I am I'm, I'm gonna wish bad things upon your friends and family. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, the pizza's so good, you don't need to put toppings on it. I swear it. No, cheese is the golden slice anyway, so don't worry about it. That's that's <laughs> absolutely that's the way to go. Fucking cheese or nothing. Um fantastic Milano's. Okay. Got to gotta eventually go there. I'm going to add another one here. Uh, best place for food in Atlanta since you're there. I don't know. <laughs> what's, the, what's the best place you've been to no. since moving to Atlanta? Um, there's, a, yeah, there's, a, there's a place that I, it's funny because I, I have to visit there. I haven't been there yet. Okay. I ordered delivery from there and it took forever to get because it was actually coming from Atlanta. So it was actually like not really all that close to me. Okay. And there's a place called Milk and Honey. Milk and honey. That's the that's the name of the place, and apparently it's their signature milk and honey sauce, like drizzle that they make and mix it with a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's really good. They put it on top of their biscuits, on top they put it on top of everything. It's like a, it's like a even like it takes the place of a syrup to go on top of like waffles and stuff. Sure. And oh my gosh, like we're talking like everything's like a specialty dish, like you know, like like uh, 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 you know crab cake. Benedict, uh, like all this crazy, all this crazy stuff on there. Like the the, the, the menu is insane. Uh, I, I had it. I had it last Sunday. I ordered from there. I wanted to treat myself. A little expensive, but it's it's whatever. I wanted to treat myself. Um, and man, was it so good! Milk and honey, best place that I've been to so far. But I'm sure there's probably there's a lot of places I haven't gone to, and there's probably so many, especially in the heart of Atlanta. Yeah, so many restaurants are probably insane. Do you remember what you had for milk and honey? Uh, actually, I, I, well, I ordered for breakfast time, and I had a, um, I had a, a biscuits and gravy. That's big around here, uh, yeah, and, oh, yeah. and, and, and it's funny. I usually don't order biscuits and gravy, but it's good. But it's like you should not be eating that in the morning. Oh, oh my gosh, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so heavy. So Puts you right back to bed, basically. <laughs> no, that's, that's uh, but fantastic. I, I ordered biscuits and gravy, and then I also had a um, a fried pork chop um, and, and a breakfast with like eggs, and it was every, it just everything was it was just so so good. Hell yeah! Oh my. <laughs> milk and honey that sounds that just sounds like a great restaurant name in and of itself so i like that you got, you got the contrast between that and got the pizza and jersey that's fantastic um all right what's your favorite video game of all time favorite video game of all time yep 
Halo Three. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going back. I'm going back to Halo. I, I'm, I've, I've never been like a giant gamer. Like I, I like. It's funny because I like. I, I I'm a Halo player. I don't call myself a gamer. Sure. I'm, I'm a Halo player. I don't play any other game but Halo. Like like literally no other game but it. Uh. So like I played like a little bit of fighting games back in the day. Like I'm yeah. like playing Tekken at a buddy's house. Like oh we. Oh my gosh, we to go at it with Tekken. But Halo's the that's the game I love. Halo so 3. my next one would be least favorite video game of all time. Would that be Halo Four? Or do you have a different answer? No, <laughs> I, I don't think Halo Five that four is that bad. I don't think Halo Four is that bad. I say the the least favorite Halo game of all time, least favorite video game of all time, yeah, would be Pokemon Red. Wow. Not, no, but, but, but hold on, I have a reason for it. I want to hear. I had my I had my game. We're gonna bring it back. I had my Game Boy Advance, and let me tell you, no, no, not a Game Boy Advance. Excuse me, Game Boy Color. Excuse yep, me, Game yep. Boy Color. I hear you. And it was teal, the teal Game Boy Color. And I love this thing. And I was playing, I was playing, and, and, and I would play all the time. I play on my stints, but there was one weekend where I played all day. We're talking about from Saturday, probably from like, I used to wake up early as a kid, like seven o'clock in the morning, probably all the way to like seven o'clock. And I played this like all day. Right. And I forgot to save the game. Oh, fuck. And my Game Boy died. Oh, fuck. And I, and, and I, and I, I, I had my first experience, Gamer Rage. I said I was. I'm never gonna play this game again. This is ridiculous. I'm blaming everybody but myself. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I never made it to the Pokey Stop to press the save game. Crazy, insane. I'm never playing this game ever again. And then I picked it up again tomorrow. The, the, the next day, excuse me. <laughs> I picked it up again the next day. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like a poker situation as well. <laughs> or like a Halo 3 situation where it's your favorite game, but you're like worst game too. That, man, I was, I was anxious. I'm like, how the fuck does he say that Pokemon Reds is least favorite game of all time? Like that's, that is the hottest of hot takes I've ever heard. But that, that's a justifiable reason. I like that. That's cool. Oh my God. That's fine. I played all day. Oh, I, I, I went, like, we're talking multiple gyms. I, I pretty much almost finished the game in like 12 hours. Oh Bam, my God. Start all over. And it, as a kid too, when that happens to you, like if it happens to you now, you're like, God damn it. But, it, but like if, if that happens as a kid, oh man, you're just distraught at that. I couldn't even imagine. Um, I remember PlayStation one, right? Oh yeah. So I didn't know like what I needed for it. My parents bought me the PlayStation one. Did you not have a memory card? Never had a memory. Oh card. no, dude. Never had a memory card for my PlayStation one. You had to restart every game that you played. Every time. That's fucking every terrible. Time. Oh my God. Ooh, I remember PS2 memory cards uh, crapping out on me. So like all my saves that had been on there were wiped. It's just shitty. Um, all right, Tony, an unknown player that you expect to do big things in Halo Infinite. I know you probably have many, but name one for us. Hmm. I got to pick somebody. Under, I, I, I have some underrated players. Go for it. Whatever what you, you want. This is your shit. Whatever you want. I'm, I'm, I can't say, I'm not, I'm not going to go switch. Switch is known. I'm going to go UEG Dragon. Jared. Dragon. You, cause, because, because, oh, he's good. Like, he, yeah, he, he's good. And, 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 and I feel like a lot of the casual pl- uh, viewers may not know him. Like a lot, a lot of people that, that watch like, you know, tournaments, they know him, you know, they know him as a top, uh, but, but people don't realize how good he is. So I would say, I, I, I wish I could do a couple out there. I feel like I, I feel I'm doing a disservice out there to a few people, but one, for one person that pops on the top of my head, UEG Jared. Sorry for anybody else that I'm missing. I know I'm going to, I'm going to get a lot of, 
a lot of DMs. People yelling at me after this. I know it because I, I this was on the cusp. Like, this is on the spot they put me on. So it I is. didn't think of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So a couple things. One, uh, you, in terms of casuals, us, uh, we had no idea for the longest time. Tony, I shit you not. We had no idea for the longest time how to pronounce that motherfucker's name. I swear to God, every week <laughs> where he was in a tournament recap that we do, we would we would stumble. Yep. Just no idea until until we heard you guys say his name during I think. I think it was an LVT. It was yeah. during a watch party stream. Yep. And one of you said dragon. And I looked at the name and I'm like, oh my God, that's what it is. The UEG well, is just that's in front not of real. Even that he, he, he tried to go out and say that like, like it was Hungarian for the word dragon. A quick Google search proved that wrong. It's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I swear, I promise you, he smashed his head on a keyboard. That's what popped up, and that's his name. Because he yes. also had to pronounce the name all the time. He said, "I don't know." Like he literally doesn't. Like, he doesn't even know what it is. Oh we, my we god! Okay, so we're not wrong then. We just don't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for that context. <laughs> I felt like I was banging my head against the table. Like you look at it and you're like, "What? What?" We have a list, Tony. We have a list of best and worst gamer tags and team names of the year, and we're compiling them over every episode of the show. He's on there, obviously. Like that, should be. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's top. He's top of the list right now. Like you, what? Oh my God. Okay. And then the second thing, I'll get to it here. The second thing is if you want to shout out a couple other players that you have in mind, feel free to do so. This is your time. You can do whatever you want. Um, I mean, I'll throw out Swish out there. I'll throw out, I, I really want people to take notice of like a Vemzy. Young, really yes. young. Oh, and a yes. lot of people don't like, a lot of people don't like him because maybe he might be a little bit more immature, uh, but he's very, very young. But that man, a young man is the real deal. Like it's I, like, oh my gosh, he is he's he is good. Um, so I, I, I definitely wanted that, to point uh, out those those two as a, well. Absolutely, we saw some of that during that Money Tuesday event as well, where it was him and Frosty. So it's like he, you're right, you're right to shout him out. It's and the the beautiful thing is is that I myself am a huge fan of the veteran talent that tends to stick around. Right when when Snipe Down announced that he was leaving to go compete in Apex, I'm like, well, there's another one fucking god from the list. I'm just gonna cry, and then. But you have all of this amazing up-and-coming talent who not a lot of people know about, and you're doing a great job of trying to represent those personalities that are coming up in the scene. And we, just by by having their names be known puts that little bit bigger of a spotlight on them. And like I said, Vemzy, like you mentioned, during that Money Tuesday event, you really got to see this kid shine. Like, and he's only going to do bigger and better things as well. So I, we all can't wait for Infinite, and... I'm genuinely excited to see all of the still unknown talent out there who's only playing online, who has never competed in a LAN event again or before, and really making a name for themselves for the first time, just like I used to watch up-and-comers in Halo 3 and whatnot. So, hell yeah, Tony. Um, okay, who is your favorite Halo player of all time? Of all time? Of all time. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna go new school. I'm not even gonna go old school. Ooh, I, 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 I like I, it. I'm gonna go new school. I'll go new school. I'll go. I'm gonna go frosty. I I, 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 I gotta go with frosty because the 
the level of the level of skill that he has is not measurable. Like you, you literally can't measure how good he is. He opens up the game so much with his shot and his speed and his communication. It's the perfect package when it comes to a player. Like, you know, there's, there's players out there that are absolutely sick with the shot and, or sick with the movement. They don't have the communication. No. They got the communication. They got the shot but they might be a little bit slower so not have the movement. Like, to have that perfect, like, triangle <laughs> of a player, like, I even will put him above Shotzi. Yep. Um, personally, and and I, I and it's tough because I don't know how, like, I, I, I know if Frosty picked up Halo 3 right now, his movement's not changing. He's, he's still going to play super fast. He's going to have an amazing shot. It's going to change. There's a lot of players. I, I, I wonder, like, I know Roy played, Halo 5 competitively, yeah, but like he didn't play like late Halo 5. He ended up back and I would love to know how Roy would play in like 2019 or 2018 yeah. Halo Halo 5 because yeah. it's the meta has totally changed. Absolutely. Like it's to the point where before like Frosty like built the mode like like back in the day and whatnot, and now everybody's flying around. Like <laughs> the meta is like little like it's like XX right now. It's like a perfect XX Halo. Where like everybody's flying and it's it's the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> it's it, it's there's a reason why he won Halo Five MVP. There yeah. there is a there's a reason why when you think of Halo Five in a competitive sense, he is one of if not the most prominent player that you think of. And you're right. I would also put him above a Shotzi because of the pedigree and the consistency that he's had year over year. And that's not a fault against Shotzi because he came in late and he's doing great things in the COD scene right now. But when you think of Halo 5 competitively, you think of Frosty and what he brought to the scene, kind of like how you would think of an Ogre 1 and an Ogre 2 and like the Halo CE, Halo 2 days. Like the, those are the types of players that you think of the cream of the crop, the best of the best, the game-defying players. Um, I, also would throw, I also would throw a disclaimer out there that I didn't watch Halo 2 competitively. So I, I do apologize if if I'm missing. Like I like when I when I look across like you know when I look across like Walshi Ogre two Ogre yeah. one and I, I, their impact was great. Yep. But I never saw them Halo two. I saw Halo three, which was good. Yeah. But their Halo two was insane. But I didn't get to watch it live. So sorry guys. <laughs> there's there's nothing to apologize for. Hey, I'm 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 straight Halo five. I came into Halo during Halo five and. So, yeah, no, no shame in saying you haven't seen Halo 2 because I didn't even see most of what's been there. I'm, catch, I'm still trying to catch up. Josh is telling me about things that happened years ago. I'm YouTubing and whatnot. So, yeah. Those trash talk montages for, like, back in the Halo 2. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, like I, taking candy from a baby. I need to get better at the trash talking portion because I'm, I'm I feel like I'm too nice at times. <laughs> Just, don't get Will heated. He'll go off. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. You'll punch, you'll punch tables. You know, Stuff happens. It's, it's okay. You, you, at least we're not at like summit monitor punching levels yet. No. You know, you know, a little fist slam when you're mad's not not bad. Action no. man destroys a whole room, bro. Like just a oh whole God, room. True, true. Um, all right. Favorite Halo team of all time. Instinct. Oh, now are we okay? Question: Are we talking God Squad Halo Reach Instinct? Or are we talking Halo Three Instinct? What are we talking about here? I like so uh, God Squad Halo uh, Halo Reach Instinct was amazing, but yes. I always love an underdog team. Halo Three Instinct 
was like that would like if you didn't want to root for final boss yeah you rooted for instinct because everybody wanted instinct to like voice our boy like yeah <laughs> is that like us rooting for envy in halo 5 when we wanted yep. them to take down exactly all the time? okay that's exactly yep. it yep. <laughs> that see bringing oh my, my knowledge up here <laughs> that's great i instinct is the uh is the only mlg team shirt that i own is is the old instinct logo one and because it, it is dope and i love that oh my god that's a great answer tony it's a fucking great answer <laughs> um and then uh the last rapid fire question that's not technically rapid fire anymore um your favorite i play on two sensitivity bro i ain't moving fast <laughs> at all <laughs> oh my god that's great uh your favorite halo event of all time is this, this is like from a spectator or right? Or what, this could what? be anything. You okay. can even give two answers for all I care, playing and spectating, whatever you like. He gave the playing answer earlier. He did. He did give the playing answer earlier. Well, this, this is going to be me as a spectator. And just because like, so I like to think of myself as a, as I love competitive Halo, but I like to think of myself as the bridge between casual and competitive. Like I, like I'm not just for the competitive community. I want, I'm exciting for the casual. I, I think about the casual community all the time. Yes. So different kinds of events are important because certain events just bring out the casual community. So I'm going to go the Halo 4 Global World Championship. Wow. So and and and, and, and again, there's a re- like the fact that, you know, the free for all. Yeah. You know, that you compete online, you play, like, you try to fight your way up, you play the free for all, and then it ended at a 1v1. Let me tell you, I, I hate 1v1s. I actually haven't played a 1v1 since Halo 3 personally, We're but you know who loves the 1v1s? The casual community. It's winner takes all. Yeah. Like So that was such a different event. And it brought, like, like I, I like to think of Halo community as like, as like, like social media. So com- like the ultra competitive Halo community, that's Twitter. Yep. But there's a whole Facebook side of things and a Reddit side of things that we don't reach out to. And that's the, we they 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 literally hate competitive players because of their attitudes. Yeah, like we that's the that's the like Facebook and, and Reddit. That's the casual community, and that global world championship brought those two communities together, and it was just it was so it was just so to end in a one v one, absolutely crazy to me. So I'm gonna give that answer for that reason. <laughs> Not only did I get two fantastic answers but they were both regarding Halo 4 events, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, that's the best shit. People give me shit all the time for my adoration for that terrible game. And, like, I'm not even talking from a competitive standpoint. I'm talking from a casual standpoint. I genuinely enjoy playing the multiplayer in 4 with all of its bullshit with loadouts and yeah. all that stuff. I just... I. I enjoy it. It's it's fun to me. So hearing you give two responses because you played in one and the global championship as a spectator. <laughs> oh my god, Tony, you're I love you. I nobody can give me shit anymore. Um, hey, you know what? I I would love for Halo Infinite to it may, maybe maybe they won't have ordinances, but yeah. maybe have like a playlist. Maybe it could be social sure. and have like ordinance slayer. Where you earn the ordinance points, that's how you earn points, and then with it was almost like kill streaks. Yeah, exactly. And you get to pick an ordinance as a power of it. It don't have to be in ranked. Hey, let it be social. Hey, if it has its own rank station, fantastic. But I thought it was kind of interesting. I don't know. It was, it was fun. It's it's funny you mentioned that too because uh, I think the the running joke 
and that I've heard from uh, like our community members and whatnot is that Halo Four is the best Call of Duty game that three four three's ever made. Be- and like, <laughs> if you think about that, how true is that statement? It's so true. Um, but hey, it, it is it is what it is. Um, all right, Tony. Let me just say, you. I, I mentioned it at the very beginning. I mentioned it in the middle. I'm, I'm going to mention it at the end as well. You are an amazing talent, sir. You continue to do incredible things. You are everywhere within the competitive scene, casting multiple events, sometimes every single week. And it, it's great to see you on the screen. And I can't wait to see what you do in the future. I expect big and bright things. I know what's going to happen eventually. Um, Tony, to end things out, uh, what are you up to and where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've, re- I've recently, uh, as many of you guys don't follow my Twitter, I've moved over to full-time streaming for the time being. So, uh, well, full-time, excuse me, full-time content creation. Not, I'm not just a streamer, casting and uh, YouTube as well. So uh, you can find me on twitch.tv backslash why not underscore B underscore casting. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Twitter, twitter.com backslash why not underscore B underscore reckless. And also, uh, which nobody knows about, my YouTube. I started it, and I'm putting content out there. Why not? Uh, why not be casting? You look it up on YouTube. Uh, I am there as well, and I, I'm going to be pumping out a lot of content into there. Like uh, I'm working with Avramel and a bunch of people to put out to get some editing done because I know nothing about them. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And then the last comment that we have here, and it's a, a sentiment that we all share. Uh, so from goalie sniper again, and from all of us within the community, this isn't a question, but we hope we get to see people like you on the desk casting infinite events in the future. Uh, talent growing within the community is amazing. And we'd much rather see that than outside talent being brought in. So Tony, again, you're incredible. You're goddamn gorgeous. You're not <laughs> ugly. Okay. So fucking think that you are, <laughs> you, you haven't, you showed a love for halo four that I've never seen anybody else <laughs> say before, <laughs> because I feel like I'm the only fucking person that's explained that. And Tony, you to, to say in the words of a uh, golden boy, he says he's a national treasure. I believe you are a national treasure as well. Tony, um, excited to see what you do in the future. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And is there anything else you'd like to say before we end things out? Uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, thank you for having me. It's funny because when you first uh, when you first reached out to me, I thought you wanted me to conduct the interview. Like I, I very rarely get asked to actually do <laughs> interviews myself. So I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, who we're interviewing? And then I read again. I'm like, oh, you want to interview me? I'm like, why? <laughs> we, we are so, not. We are not like. No. We have nothing to fucking share, Tony. Are you kidding me? <laughs> why the fuck we talk about? I love Halo Four. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just so funny. So, I, but, but no, I, honestly, thank you. Because I mean, I first of all, I love the idea of podcasts. Like, I, I the fact that yeah. I haven't tried to venture into one is is insane. But I love being a guest as far as podcasts, and I love what you guys do, and I respect what you guys do. Thank you, and and thank you for giving me a platform to just you know to run my mouth because I love hearing myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> we we wouldn't have it any other way, Tony. We we want to be able to give you that platform for you to run your mouth as much as you'd like to. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Tony, AKA why not be reckless? AKA why not be casting? Uh, it, and wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, AKA he's kind of a freaking big deal. And if you don't know, no, you fucking know. <laughs> <laughs>
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. But until next time. <laughs>